Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today, the regional Odyssey of the Mind competition held on Saturday. I'm Gary Scott and today is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Happy Pi Day! Other stories in the morning brief today, Queensbury Union Free School District to receive funding for classroom technology upgrades, various proposals for quality of life improvements in Lake George, two more community meetings set for Saratoga Biochar Solutions, the Burlington, Vermont City Assessor's Plans for a Lake George Motel, and Glens Falls Brewfest returning for its 13th year. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I'd like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Cerrone Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning in Queensbury, offering residential and commercial plumbing and heating or cooling installation, repair, and maintenance services to the community for over 25 years. Their professionally trained plumbers and HVAC technicians are capable of completing any job from start to finish with a promise to deliver unmatched customer service in the process. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. As part of New York State's Smart Schools Bond Act, the Queensbury Union Free School District is set to receive $430,500 for classroom technology upgrades. According to the Post Star, the district was among dozens awarded grants in the latest round of funding under the 2014 Smart Schools Bond Act, allowing $2 billion in bond financing used to improve technology needs in New York schools. Queensbury Superintendent Kyle Gannon said the money received by the district will be used to purchase a thousand new Chromebooks to be used by students and 75 new Chromebooks for the staff for this fall. Queensbury Union Free School District is joined by 57 other districts throughout the state, as well as one special education school that will receive a total of $31.4 million from this round of issuances. In a release last Tuesday, Governor Kathy Hochul said, quote, Inefficient technology was a huge hurdle during the COVID-19 pandemic, perhaps nowhere more evident than in our schools, and our students' educational and social experiences suffered. This $31.4 million investment will allow students to access the technology to bring them the opportunity to learn at their own pace while providing interactive experiences both inside and outside of the classroom. Postar reports new technology purchases supported by the Smart Schools Bond Act include computer servers, interactive whiteboards, tablets, desktop and laptop computers, and high-speed broadband and wireless connectivity. The need for those types of tools became especially apparent during the pandemic and they remain a vital part of the learning landscape, helping students to learn and succeed under multiple learning models, including remote learning when necessary. Business owners and community leaders are collaborating on conceiving initiatives that could enhance the quality of life in the town and village of Lake George. According to Sun Community News, a few dozen people have been meeting since last August to consider potential new amenities or improvements to existing infrastructure to provide new local, recreational, social, and cultural opportunities. Such projects would primarily be funded with grant money. The Citizens Committee has talked about applying for a state downtown revitalization initiative grant and potentially hiring a land planning to prepare an application for the award. Lake George Director of Planning Dan Barish said their work would likely be bankrolled jointly by the town and village governments. 
The Citizens Committee has been gathering ideas for quality of life initiatives to present to the public in workshop meetings, then to the town and village boards. The committee's most recent meeting was held on Friday. After the meeting, Bearish summarized the proposals discussed by the group since August. The Sun reports one proposal has been the creation of a pocket park at the location of the former McDonald's restaurant at 105 Canada Street, which is now a vacant lot. Not only would such a park provide green space, respite, and recreational activities in temperate seasons, but he said it could also host an ice skating rink in the winter. Another proposal is to pursue public art projects. The most prominent idea in this realm would be to hold a summer-long event similar to ones held in Saratoga Springs in 2002 and 2007 titled Horses Saratoga Style, in which dozens of fiberglass horses were decorated by area artists and displayed in front of businesses in the city. The Citizens Group has suggested Lake George area artists would decorate canoes instead of horses for display. Another proposal is to develop projection mapping installations, which are videos custom-created to be projected onto particular buildings to provide a mesmerizing three-dimensional nighttime display. One popular installation in Schenectady called Van Gogh The Immersive Experience is an example of such interior projection mapping. Another initiative under discussion is to install computer-controlled smart streetlights along Route 9 in the town, so the color and intensity of their illumination could be individually modified at the town hall for holidays and special events, or to slightly change the tint to please nearby homeowners. Other proposals include erecting signage to describe historic places, people, and events, purchasing a new trolley and upgrades to bus stops, and constructing workforce housing. Barish said he's optimistic about Lake George obtaining a DRI grant for such initiatives, and noted that public meetings to discuss the proposals will be held before August. Now before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. 20 teams representing a dozen school districts participated in the regional Odyssey of the Mind competition at Glens Falls High School on Saturday. Carrie Van Tassel, Region 6 Director for the Odyssey of the Mind program, referred to the event as a creative problem-solving competition. According to the Post Star, Odyssey of the Mind was first started over 40 years ago as a creative industrial design assignment by Dr. C. Samuel Miklas, or Dr. Sam, at Rowan University in New Jersey. Since then, Odyssey of the Mind has exploded into a worldwide tournament where students from grades 3 all the way through college level compete to showcase the strength of their minds and creativity. Dr. Sam's original assignment, to cross a lake without getting wet, yielded such creative solution options from his students that he decided to expand the assignment and had them apply their theories in a real-world activity. The event became such a popular occurrence it started to garner media attention, and before long, more schools were looking to get in on the fun. In 1978, schools in the area turned the activity into a competition, and Odyssey of the Mind was born. Now in its 46th year, students from across the globe participate in this event, including Canada, China, Switzerland, Poland, and Russia. Each year, OM organizers design five problems for participants to solve. Van Tassel explained, quote, They create a situation for the kids to create a skit to respond to the problem. Within the problem that's laid out, they have certain things they have to do. They want to show working together, they want to show certain strategies involved, how they accomplish the goals of that problem and they get scored on each element as well as their overall performance. There's even a division for students in kindergarten through second grade, though those are more or less practice years to get them acclimated to the process. 
The groups of students are formed at the beginning of the school year, many of whom come together year after year and choose which problem they would like to tackle. Adult coaches volunteer to help the students, but the elements of the solution are completely derived by the participants. On competition day, the groups perform their solutions in front of a panel of volunteer judges. Each performance is judged on strict criteria by the National Odyssey of the Mind organization. Each group is then asked to perform a spontaneous solution, which they have not been allowed to prepare for or rehearse for. Van Tassel said, quote, They go in, no coaches, no audience, just a few judges. They have no idea what question they're going to be asked. Sometimes it's hands-on, sometimes it's a verbal question, but again, they're scored on how well the team works together. One team which has been working together for most of their academic careers is the seven-member group from Galloway High School. The group has been performing at OM together for around seven years. Most of them will graduate after next year, but in the time they've worked together, the team says they've learned a lot about teamwork, building off each other's ideas, not shutting anyone down, and listening to everything. The group said they've learned how to play off each other so well they've each filled a role within the team. And even when the spontaneous problem is sprung upon them, the group can rely on each other to get the ball rolling and come up with something fun, creative, and on point. The Postar reports that reliability has served the team well, especially this year. In addition to learning to rely on each other, the group says they've taken a lot of life lessons away from their time with OM. The Galway High School team even managed to take first place in their division on Saturday for their problem-solving performance of the most dramatic problem ever. They will be joined by teams from the William H. Barton Intermediate School in Queensbury, Boston Spa Middle School, Milton Terrace Elementary School in Boston Spa, Malta Avenue Elementary School in Boston Spa, and Bolton Central School, which all took first place in their divisions as well. Two lottery-winning teams from Joseph Henry Elementary School in Galway and another from Milton Terrace Elementary School in Boston Spa will also participate. The teams will compete in the state finals on April 15th in Syracuse. For more information about the New York Regional Odyssey of the Mind program, visit nyodyssey.org. Saratoga Biochar Solutions is planning two more community meetings regarding its fertilizer facility set for construction at the Moreau Industrial Complex. According to News 10, this facility, which would create fertilizer using leftover solids from wastewater treatment plants, has been the subject of public controversy around the communities of Moreau, South Glens Falls, and Gansbert. The upcoming meetings are the latest in a series of outreach meetings with the public as part of the company's public participation plan, a requirement of the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation's commissioner. The ultimate goal of these meetings is to answer public questions regarding the biochar project's environmental impact and community safety. Two meetings are set for the end of the month at Sandy Hill Arts Center, located at 214 Main Street in Hudson Falls. Both dates include in-person and remote attendance options. The first will be held on Tuesday, March 28th from 6 to 9 p.m., and the second on Wednesday, March 29th from 2 to 5 p.m. The Saratoga biochar plant would take up 5.89 acres of space in the Moreau Industrial Park, which is currently only occupied by one other tenant. Saratoga Biochar Solutions has spoken to the safety of the facility, which would contain and burn hazardous gases released as biosolids are treated by heat. Residents have voiced concerns about environmental safety as well as impact on residential roads that would become veins of travel for as many as 30 trucks per day. And last month, a new political party was formed in the town of Moreau, with direct opposition to biochar listed as one of its core objectives. John Vickery, the city assessor for Burlington, Vermont, purchased the Westbrook Inn on Gage Road in the town of Lake George at the end of January for $650,000.
According to the Post Star, he has since submitted plans to the Lake George Planning and Zoning Boards, expressing his intent to turn the 15-room motel into 16 apartments. The property, built in 1985, is described on a real estate listing as a completely remodeled 15-unit motel in the heart of Lake George. Each room currently consists of furniture and a kitchenette with microwave and refrigerator. The property also includes a two-bedroom manager's suite, which would serve as the 16th apartment. On March 1st, Vickery went before the Zoning Board of Appeals with a hand-drawn sketch of his plans for the motel for a public hearing on the application. Dan Barish, the town's director of planning and zoning, said the board was generally supportive. He said, quote, Housing is needed here, and I think everyone gets that. They just had to do their due diligence in regards to making sure everything they needed to see was there in order to consider the variance. The zoning variance Vickery seeks would give him permission to go over the limit for apartment units. The property is zoned residential commercial high density, which only allows for 11 apartments per density in the zone. At the meeting on March 1st, he was also told the county codes department would need to review the change of use, and he would also need to provide adequate kitchen and cooking facilities in the units. Vickery was originally proposing hot plates, which is not allowed in most New York communities as the only method of cooking. Vickery is scheduled to go before the Lake George Planning Board today for a site plan review, which is required for all commercial use changes and for new multifamily dwellings. And finally, Glens Falls Brew Fest is coming back for its 13th year on Saturday, April 1st. News 10 reports from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Cool Insuring Arena, the gathering will invite craft beer enthusiasts to enjoy tastes of brews from around the North Country, all for a good cause. Brewfest supports the Feeder Canal Alliance, which protects the local Feeder Canal towpath trail and hosts canal-related history events. And the event also supports the Adirondack Theater Festival, which brings theater to downtown Glens Falls every year. For both organizations, the net proceeds will help program development. The event already has over 30 different brewers from all around the region ready to participate. And the festival is expected to pull in over 1,000 enthusiasts. Tickets are on sale now through the Charles R. Wood Theater box office. And that is all I've got for the morning brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the morning brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.